today's episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start supporting and balancing your hormones. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your way to better understanding your hormone health and how it affects your everyday life. with you about signs and symptoms of hormonal imbalance because I know that there are so many of us who we just kind of go through life just assuming like it's always been this way like how could it be any better not even knowing what's common and what's normal because a lot of times we assume what's really really common is normal which is not true if your mom's had it if your sisters have had it if your friends have had it And so I just kind of want to take you through like what a period should look like, what your day-to-day should look like, what you can expect from your body supporting it, and then what are some signs and red flags so that you can better understand what's going on with your body. And then when you know what's going on with your body, you are then more capable of supporting and fixing it, right? I just got a message this morning from someone who literally has not even gone through any of my programs. She's just been a part of all of my free content and she sent me this before and after picture of her progesterone strips um, before she implemented what I told her and then after and because she got to the root of kind of what was going on, she was able to increase her progesterone in just one month just using the tips and tricks that I gave her by figuring out what was going on and this is just for my free content. So. If that doesn't encourage you to stay on and listen, I hope that it does now. Okay, so let's kind of walk through what a typical period and menstrual cycle should look like, okay? Now, I know if you are postmenopausal, this part may not apply to you, but later stuff will, I promise, so still here for you. By the way, I'm still chilling with my mushroom coffee, you guys. Best stuff ever. I recommend everybody gets it. Okay, so... By the way, I have no idea if I can see questions or not, so we will see. I have no idea. We'll find out. Um, okay, so let's talk about what your cycle should look like. So a typical cycle should be anywhere from 26, 25 to 36 days, okay? Now, Shorter than that, you probably are looking at an anovulatory cycle. Longer than that, you're probably looking at an anovulatory cycle. So can you actually have a bleed or a period um, if you aren't ovulating? And I hear this a lot. People are like, oh, no, 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 no. Like I have a period every like two months, so I must be ovulating or whatever. And that's not true. So you actually need to be tracking your ovulation, basal body temps, any of those things, cervical mucus, um, uh, monitor, anything to keep track of ovulation because there are ladies, there's a lot of ladies out there who can actually have what's called a withdrawal bleed where your uterus is just like, I just can't do this anymore and you will have a withdrawal bleed um, but you didn't actually ovulate, okay? Now, to have a true, true period, that means that you had to have ovulated because ovulation is what causes that rise in progesterone 
and then that drop in progesterone is what causes your period to start okay so if you are on birth control you aren't having a real period because you aren't having an ovulation birth control suppresses your ovulation um so i hope that kind of helps support that there so things that reason why you need to track your ovulation is you want to make sure you are ovulating and you aren't having just a withdrawal bleed. So especially for women that are trying to conceive, this is huge. But even if you aren't trying to conceive, this is still huge because ovulation is a sign of a healthy menstrual cycle. And I know people are like, but Leah, I'm not trying to conceive right now. Why does it matter if I am having an ovulation? Well, an ovulation is a sign of a healthy menstrual cycle because when you are in stress, you're not in rest and digest state, your body shuts down things that aren't of the highest importance. Um, one of those being digestion, another one being the reproductive system, because your body wants to save you from a bear more so than it wants for you to have a baby, okay? So um, that's why it's really important to be tracking your ovulation, and you want to make sure that you're having a healthy ovulation every single month because this is a really really good sign that things are going better in your health okay so if you are missing an ovulation you're having an ovulatory periods um or in ovulatory cycles that's a red flag okay that's a sign that something's going on with your body and your body is like shutting down the reproductive system it's shutting down that ovulation because it knows that's the safest way for it to not get pregnant the only way I can get pregnant, okay? If you're on birth control, obviously you are not ovulating. So it's a completely different story. Um, and that's a huge, huge, huge thing when I, um, I, we're gonna go off on a slight tangent. It's a huge, huge thing when I come and I hear from women who are saying like, I don't have regular periods when I'm not on birth control. And so I'm having a really hard time conceiving. I'm like, you aren't having regular periods on birth control either. What you're getting is a pill bleed because you have synthetic hormones from the, the hormonal birth control and when you take the sugar pill or you stop those it causes a withdrawal bleed okay so it's causing that like fake drop in hormones because you have you stopped the synthetic hormones for a little bit but you aren't actually ovulating so it kind of gives you this like band-aid blurred effect to the fact that oh i'm having this regular period but you're actually not you're just having a pill bleed so then when you come off of birth control and you're like well why am i not having a period anymore you weren't having one before either. So I hope that kind of helps clear that up. So that we want to be looking for our, um, we want to be looking that we're having a regular ovulation. Okay. We want to be having a cycle that is 25 to 36 days um, apart. Okay. And we start counting our period for, or our cycle from day one of your bleed. So day one of your bleed is day one of your menstrual cycle. Okay. For some reason, when I was younger, I used to think it was like the day you stopped bleeding, but it's not. It's day one of your period. It's day one of your menstrual cycle, okay? So that's number one. We want to make sure that we're ovulating, and you want to make sure there's not a lot of deviation in your cycle. You don't want to have any more than like three to five days of deviation in your cycle. That means like maybe your period came three days later than it typically does, and that's fine. If it's coming like seven days later and it just happens once, okay, maybe you were super stressed that cycle, but if it constantly is fluctuating all over the place, that should be a red flag too. You don't wanna have anything more than like a three to five day fluctuation. Does that make sense? Yes, drop me a comment below, be like, yes, that makes sense. Okay, let's go on to what we are looking for when it just comes to period blood color, okay? 
So we are looking for a healthy red flow, okay? Not a ton of clots, not a dark, 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 like, brown color in the beginning that's a sign of slower moving blood and I know a lot of people are like it's just slow moving blood like what's the point of that well why is it so slow for a lot of people that can be an ununiform dropped in progesterone it could be low progesterone for some people can they have a tilted uterus so it's that's why it's coming out slower so you just want to keep an eye like you know every time you come to your period think about it as a health audit and you're looking at your period and you're just kind of looking at it as your report card and being like oh, okay this is what's going on with my health great this sounds great um so you're looking for a healthy red flow you want cherry red or a deep wine red color okay we're not looking for orange we're not looking for gray we're not looking for black we're not looking for light pink we're not looking for purple we want and yes, I've heard of all of those colors. I'm not just like pulling those out of a hat. We want cherry red or deep wine red, okay? Not a lot of clots. And you want to be only going through about six to 10 tampons or pads per period. Not six to 10 tampons per day. If you are having over 10 tampons per day, I mean, per cycle, that is a sign of a really heavy flow, okay? So you can always talk to your doctor about this. Now this can be um, a sign of low progesterone, okay? Really, really heavy periods can be a sign of low progesterone, so that's something you may wanna check. Fibroids can cause really heavy periods as well. So it's always something, you know, if you're having really, really heavy periods, like, and you're bleeding through a pad or a tampon, like less than like two hours, something to talk to your provider about, right? Okay, also if you're having if you're using less than 6 tampons per cycle as well, so per period, that's a really light bleed. It's very possible that you are not ovulating, okay? And so you're not having that build up of your endometrial lining um because you aren't ovulating. So always something to know, okay? You should not look like you're six months pregnant from all of the bloating, okay? Bloating can be a sign of low progesterone, okay? It can be a sign there's something going on with the digestive issues. I know there's so many women that are like, period poops are a thing. Period poops should not be a thing, okay? So we wanna actually, period poops are caused by excess prostaglandins, the same thing that cause your horrible period cramps, okay? So you can actually lower and get rid of those, like that's actually a thing, you can do that, you can get rid of those period poops, you can get rid of those period cramps. A lot of things, sorry, not a lot, one of the things that also drives excess prostaglandins is excess estrogen, okay? Those go hand in hand. So a lot of times what you need to do is you need to bring that estrogen down, you need to support and bring that progesterone up, lower those prostaglandins and bye-bye period cramps, okay? Bye-bye period poops, bye-bye bloating, okay? Bye-bye, we don't like that anymore. Same thing um, that we want to be looking at is you shouldn't be having extreme mood swings before your period. You, your, your family shouldn't be scared to be around you or wonder what the heck is going on. I have had clients, I kid you not, I love this message, where they'll message me and they're like, my period started today and my husband was like, no, it didn't. Like, I, you had like no signs or symptoms that your period was starting. Because that is such a huge change and support that you can bring to your family because you don't feel like you're turning psychotic every time you have a period. Okay, so, and especially like with, I get it from moms all the time with their kids and they're like, oh my gosh, mom, like I can't believe you're actually on your period because like you aren't cranky at all. Okay, not that we may love to hear that, but it means we're making positive, positive moves in the right direction. So I love getting those messages, okay? So you shouldn't be having those crazy obnoxious mood swings, okay? You also shouldn't be dealing with 
horrible ovulation pain. Like if your ovulation cramps are more painful than your period cramps, that is a red flag. Okay. We don't, we don't, we won't want to deal with that. Okay. Hormonal headaches, red flag, breaking out around ovulation, breaking out around your period, hormonal acne. Okay. Those are things that you can change. You aren't just stuck with this. Okay. Um, same thing when you are dealing with like your crankiness and your grumpiness and your anxiety before your period, you can get rid of this, okay? This isn't just something that you're stuck with and you're just like, oh, gee, thanks for my jeans, mom. No, you can actually change this. You can actually get rid of this. You can actually support your body and have a symptomless period, okay? I love it, love it when I get these messages and people are like, oh my gosh, if I wasn't tracking my cycle, I wouldn't even know that my period was coming because I had no symptoms. No bloating, no tender breasts. Tender breasts is another huge sign, okay? Spotting before your period, red flag, red flag, okay? Lots of cramping before your period, lots of brown blood in the beginning of your period, heavy clots, all of these things are signs of low progesterone, okay? Now, low progesterone is pretty common in our society simply because one of the biggest things that lowers it is inflammation, which a lot of people are getting from their nutrition and stress, which, you know, chronic stress is sadly, sadly a thing. Okay. So those are some red flags, some symptoms that I hope can make you kind of go, hmm, okay, that was interesting. I'm going to like do an assessment of my cycle now because I think that's really important is to just sit back and assess and see what's going on with your cycle. What's normal for you? Um, what do you have happen all the time? And just because it's common does not mean it's normal. Just because you have had to suffer through this your entire life doesn't mean you have to continue suffering through this. Yes, you can have a painless period. You don't have to get super bloated. You don't have to have all those insane cravings. You don't have to like gain weight every single time your period comes around and never able to lose it, okay? Those are all red flags that something's going on with your hormones, okay? You shouldn't feel like your hormones are controlling you, right? You should feel in control of your body. And that is one of my biggest gifts that I can give anybody. And what I love doing is helping you feel back in control of your health and not like your body and your hormones are controlling you, okay? So I want you to do a little symptom audit of your cycle and what's going on with you and just like write some stuff down and be like, okay, this is what happened for my cycle this time and see if it happens again. Okay. This is something you can just keep track of and pay attention to. And then as you start implementing things, you can start checking off symptoms and getting rid of that because how cool is that? Okay. So if you want to work with me and really get to the bottom of this, just like all the stories of my clients that I love to tell because they are absolutely freaking killing it. Let's <coughs> cough to your face. I want you to shoot me a message with me, please, and we can set up <clears throat> a time to chat and see if one on one coaching would be a good fit for you. Okay? So go and do a symptom audit of your cycle and let me know what you come up with. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.